It's footy and frothy. State of origin preview time. GT joining us. Barney Daggy here as always to preview game two of State of Origin Cup this Wednesday evening. David, what's going on? Hello, mate. Halfway through Barnadan, you've had a good weekend? Barnadan, <laughs> it's, it's been a good weekend of Barnadan, yeah. Good. And Greg, hello. Howdy. Uh, we've, you can go and find the review show, which we uh, struggled through then to come out with some content, but it's there, so listen to that. Uh, we're going to preview State of Origin 2. I <laughs> struggled the... to come up with an hour and a half about five games. <laughs> well, we, we still did it. I don't, I don't know if it was any good. We still found a way. It was good. Uh, life will find a way. Uh, <clears throat> we've got game two of State of Origin after the Queenslanders won game one. Mm. We head up to Suncorp. Dirty Queenslanders. Head up to Suncorp to look at game two. Uh, <laughs> do I do the teams now or do you want to give some impressions? What are you looking at? Me I'm just watching Labrador. my dog trying to squeeze through the roller there, door. There is a, 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 a do the teams, Dag. Completely do the teams. desperate Labrador trying to get back in here for love. But you want to know you how you wait. fill time? This is how you fill time. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. So uh, for the Queenslanders, some good changes for them. So Walsh Coates comes in for Cobbo, who's injured. Holmes and Hammer are the centres. Tualangi on the other wing. Munster, DCE, is the halfback and captain. Lindsay Collins, Ben Hunt, Tino Fasulmuali. I'm just saying that because I can now. Uh, <laughs> not Fast Fafita. Salami? Nanai, no, not Fast Salami. Nanai comes back into Damn. the team for uh, the injured. Uh, who got injured? Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert, Gilbert. of course. Sorry. Mm. Uh, Harry Grant, Tom Fle- uh, Carrigan is 13. Grant, Flegg, Glarkotta and Mo Fodawaker. Comes into the 17, as we've been screaming for all of us together. One of us. In has. unison. <laughs> all year. Uh, for the Blues, <clears throat> big changes here. So Tedesco, 2-0. Luttrell was named, but Stephen Crichton will start again at centre. Really weird to see some of the outrage about that, given he played pretty well in game one. But anyway, uh, Tom Travojevic, the other centre. car half combination is one. Who would have thought we'd have seen this? Luai and Moses. There's one for the ages. Bolo, Damien Cook in for the broken jaw to Appy. Payne Haas, Frizzell, Young, Yo. Stefano Otukamanu uh, makes his debut in origin. Cam Murray, should he be cleared? Apparently won't train till then. Liam Martin and Reese Robson after the fact that Freddie apparently didn't want two hookers. Now he desperately needs two hookers. And Reese Robson's come in, not someone that could possibly cover other positions like, you know, a Cam McGuinness. Uh, Colin Matangi, Matt Burton is on the periphery and wouldn't be – isn't 100 to play in this game. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he comes in at some point, Matt Burton. I'd be – yeah, I, I really think he would have been the selection to be playing in front of Reese Robson, to be honest. But that's the way they've decided to go. They think they need to do a bit more work through the middle of the field, which is probably pretty evident after the first game, realistically, because they were there was large parts of the game where they were – Ineffective in the middle of the field, especially when Payne Haas came off the field. So We're coming off the first game where New South Wales, in all fairness, did dominate for 60 minutes but couldn't execute, uh, which is my word for the day. Uh, the, the Queensland halves owned key place. I think Munster, like we've said, touched the ball six times and three try assists and a try. Uh, DC iced a 40-20 when they were completely on the back foot. No Cleary now. Uh, Tedesco's put his hand up and said, look, he tried too hard or he needed to do what he needed to do, whatever it was. Uh, where do you want to start here? Do you want to analyse, I don't know, if, as usual, we haven't 
a lot of planning on this. How do you analyze this game, Barn? What do you think is going to happen here? Should we just throw it out there like we'd normally do? We're talking about the way that the we're talking about the way the game's going to be played. We think. Or? Well, up at Suncorp, uh, mm-hmm. Suncorp. I think it'd be very similar to Adelaide, to be honest, because we've uh, Suncorp shown a propensity to be very wet and slippery, especially later later in the evening. So come the come the middle of this game at around nine o'clock at night, I think you're going to have a lot of guys slipping and sliding around the the try lines at both ends of the field, which was a very similar sort of aspect of what uh, the Adelaide game threw up. There was a lot of guys falling over on their ass, especially when they got down close to the try line. And um, I can see this game playing out very similar to the to the first game, to be honest. I just, I'm hoping more than anything, but I, I do expect New South Wales to be able to... Um, there's a few uh, opportunities there with the Tedesco being held up and Tyson Frizzell being held up. If, if those go New South Wales' way, I think they can um, be pretty comfortable at the back end of this game, to be honest. They not have to worry about that last try wins mentality where, where Queensland comes storming home to score a try in the last five minutes of the game and win. So, Initial thoughts here, Greg? Uh, personally, the selection of Mitchell Moses is probably the biggest one for me. Personally, I would have had him third on the list. Right. Especially being up at Suncorp, Adam Reynolds probably would have been the perfect like-for-like replacement. Dude plays there every second week and he knows exactly how the field plays week in, week out. And then Nico's really unlucky to have been selected the way he did the first time, coming in to play 12 minutes in the centres in a position he doesn't play in, only to be completely cast aside. It works well for Cronulla, however, I, <laughs> I feel like he deserved a proper shot at origin. Especially when he was being groomed at the back end of last year as well. He was in the squad <laughs> in the, the, the 17, squad 18, well. 19 man position and um, yeah, really thought that they, they were making sure that he was going to be one, probably next man up, but... For some reason, didn't I? For mine, I can sort of understand it. They're looking for a like-for-like for, like for Cleary and a kicking game. And Moses has probably got the, the apart from DCE and Cleary, the best the worst thing long happened, kicking game. The worst game thing that happened to Nico yeah, is Jerome Luai. Because they need they need someone who can kick. Especially, can kick the back especially foot. long and off the back foot. Yeah. Which is exactly what I think he's been picked for when we are in trouble. It basically... Kick early, kick long, and um, go down there and back your defence. My, my, I, I don't have a problem with Nico not being in a team. I can understand it. I don't. I actually don't have a problem with Mitch Moses being in the team. I think I'm fine with selection. My problem I have is that they went into Origin one saying we don't need two hookers, and now uh, it's completely backflipped on it. And they've given exactly given Nico a token jersey because yeah, you're the Dally M. Yeah, you're good at what you do. Yeah, we don't want to drop Jerome Lawai, so you should sit on the bench. And probably wouldn't have gotten a field if it wasn't for the injury to Tommy. Yep. They've now turned around. Oh shit! We need two hookers. Well, how do you how do you plan for this and not? It's literally your one job, Brad Fittler, is to plan for Origin for twelve months, and you've come in <laughs> and you've changed your mind three times, twice already, and we'll change it after this as well. Um, that's what I don't understand. That's where if you want two hookers, like someone like a McGuinness can cover both roles. If if Cook's flying, uh, they don't necessarily have a great sort of. Jeff Tuvey style play or a Ben Hunt style play who can play dual positions. So that's the closest we're going to get. Uh, to be frank, the more I think about this, I'm not even 100% race Robson plays. Maybe they do just bring Bird in for him. Wouldn't that make, to give you that, you want a kicking game, it gives you, it gives you the Burton so bomb. Utility value. It gives you that extra cover. We'll see what happens there. Um, that's my biggest knock in terms of the team they've picked, what they've named to start right now. I hope Liam Martin starts. As I said in the review, the team New South Wales, the team Queensland doesn't want to get hit by first up is Borlo, Haas, Frizzell, 
Liam Martin go. And if they start that, I think they're in the game. <coughs> but right now, as it's saying, I, I, I can't knock a lot of what Hudson Young did, but I can't wrap a lot of it either. So he's there. If he's kept this spot, that's fine. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Guzzi Crichton hasn't really come back uh, at his best. Uh, and the other options are injured. Uh, Colin Matung is looming, but he's just come back too. So from a New South Wales point of view, I, I don't mind the side. Latrell's a massive out again. Uh, if he plays, I'm giving New South Wales much more of a chance. The concern I have about the team and about the back line is it is still very much a – it's less so now, but uh, it's Tedesco, Latrell, Tommy – we're all individual players. They're all individual brilliance players, as is, I guess, Lil Wayne Moses. So where the cohesion then comes, there's not there's no one in that five I just mentioned that or four I just mentioned that make other players around them look better. They they are the stars of the show. Uh, whereas a DC, for example, makes everyone around him look better. So that's my concern. Uh, I think Crichton was fine first game. I don't have a problem with most of that back line. Uh, Barn, what are your thoughts on the changes for New South Wales, first of all? And how do you think this pans out? Uh, how, how do you think their game plan sets out here? Well, Moses, for mine, is someone who can make players look better, um, especially if he does get a chance to, with a running game, which probably helps with Cook in there. If they can get that one-two punch, those two sort of working together. Damien Cook is one. So running yeah, running yeah, the ball through the middle of the field. If they can get so, if get some lazy markers or some lazy forwards in the middle of the field, I think they can exploit opportunities there. I think we saw from Tedesco after his origin uh, performance, he came back to his club team and basically said everything that, we'd, uh, that you'd heard through the media about how he was um, going out of his way to sort of cause more problems and be, uh, than be uh, positive towards his towards the attack for New South Wales. And you, you saw him play that style of game for the Roosters where he went back to being a, uh, a reactive player and playing off the back of other people rather than trying to create stuff himself. And I think that, that goes... If he can do that for the New South Wales team, that lends a, a big part to them being a better side than what they were in game one. And um, But, yeah, for mine, the same with you. The, the, hook, the double hooker selection really confuses me in this one. You've got Damien Cook, who's played 80 minutes for the last 10 years of his career... And if you're ever going to play two hookers, it should have been in game one when you had Appy, Appy there, and you could have had Cook as a as a backup yeah. to be playing uh, a double hooker selection. Which yeah, that that one really does confuse me in this game. The only benefit they probably derive from it is um, Robson. He's quite a good defender in the middle of the field, and whether they play them both at one uh, at some points in this game, it might stiffen up the defence in the middle of the field a little bit and create two sort of running options out of half, but. Yeah, that's that's right, clarify, it's actually a knock on Robson because Robson's a fantastic defensive hooker. Mm. We see he makes his 50 tackles every week and doesn't miss any and da-da-da-da-da. But he's very one-dimensional. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. He's just, um, yeah, service off the ground and, and, and making he's his tackles. Kick it, he's not going to kick it. Whereas Harry, both Harry and Ben Hunt are going to kick out of trouble. They've got kicking games, yeah, uh, running games. Running games, Very yeah. selective passing yeah. games, which um, yeah, it's, lends itself to playing that style of option. I'm with you as well. I, I, I'd be playing Burton in front of him, if whether that's a late switch that they do do down the track, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I thought New South Wales were far the better team in the first game and somehow Queensland managed to get their way out of it. It's now a do-or-die situation for New South Wales up there. So 
you can expect the effort to be probably even more over time than what it was last in the first game. So unless if that descends into frantic sort of football, that that'll be the way that New South Wales gets beaten in this game. But I, I've got a funny feeling that New South Wales goes up and pinches this one. And I think they're pretty comfortable at the last 10 or 15 minutes of this game. I think they, they do it pretty early on right. either side of half time. Well, so. Yeah, I'll save your ultimate uh, tips to the end. Yeah. Any thoughts on that, Gregory? He <laughs> <laughs> had to do it. He <laughs> had to. Um, I feel like Robson <laughs> may be used in the sort of way that Nico was, be there just in case. Yeah. Ju- just in case something happens to Cork or something else so that they can shift the deck around just to try and fit him in somewhere where he might work. Burton, to me, would be a far better utility player at 14. He could fill a number of spots. He has done at club footy, let alone in an origin arena. Plus his kicking game, which that bomb could mean anything for anyone. Well, what it is, it's the wild card. It's the the joker in the pack that if you've got nothing else, you just poke it and hope Something goes wrong. To, to yeah, me, Luai was initially selected due to the partnership with Cleary, and now they've just kind of he's here now. We'll keep with him. Yeah, and he wasn't bad. I can't I can't possibly he, say he was bad in game one, no, but it he doesn't. Wasn't bad. To me, it doesn't fit this. But no, yeah. it's probably better than Cleary mm. in game one. Yes, but without Cleary, that that synthesis is not there. Is it? If Freddie loses this, he won't be there next year. His contract's everything else. But mm-hmm. it, it seems in his and, and don't get me wrong, he's he's I'll go on record as saying that uh, I went to lots and lots of games growing up, and he was the best player I ever saw live. But in terms of a coach at Origin level, well, he hasn't found a shadow, he hasn't jumped out yet, has he? <laughs> he's <laughs> made some interesting decisions. That's yeah, for sure. it's everything's reactive, and I think there's no clear sort of plan. As as Billy Slater's on the front foot, I like him, I like him. This is how we're going to play. This is where we're going. Slater also tends to pick on form far more than. Yeah. Exactly what yeah, on precedence. Yeah. Um to your point about Moses being or about Cleary in the first game, Cleary has not been informed this year. not Cleary's not been at his best this year. No, definitely not no, his best. It, I actually think you're right in that if New South Wales get the possession and the field position that they did have in game one. Mitch Moses creates more points than Nathan Cleary would, and Panthers fans will be chatting. You know, I'm going Absolutely, to get used to mine. <laughs> but Mitch Moses will produce more points in the same situation than Nathan Cleary, in my humble opinion. What do you think? Yeah, because he generally, for mine, he goes. Gen, he goes looking. Panthers fans here screaming. At goes him. looking to blow. Skewing, <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> he goes looking for the cutout pass. He goes looking for the the, the wider option more often than Cleary does. Yeah. Cleary to me seems to play very, uh, very. Short ball centric for the majority of the time, where he straightens into the line and looks for the man directly on his outside. Whereas, I uh, don't. I think you'll find it may it may end up backfiring, and Moses might throw a couple of intercepts to get taken and run down the other end of the field. But he's not. Uh, he's not afraid to throw that fifteen twenty meter cutout and try and hit his winger and put him down. You know, on the outside of somebody. Uh, for mine, this really this comes back to Tedesco. And if Tedesco goes and plays that game that we know he can and being the, the, the backup man for the, the back rowers to pop balls to the man on, on the inside of Moses' shoulder for the short ball back through the middle, I, I think he can have a massive game in this one. Yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm a fan of Moses here. And, and it would be very interesting to see if, if New South Wales do pinch his game, as you're suggesting. 
on the back of Moses kicking in possibly two or three tri-assists where the whole NRL access spins. Whether they rush Cleary back if he's miraculously fit for game three, whether Moses now takes over, whether the whole Australian halfback thing becomes a discussion again, which it's interesting. You just you really I think you'll see out of Moses if there's a chance to be taken, even if the it's a fifty fifty chance at best, he's the one who's quite willing to put put that chip in, put that that kick that you wouldn't think that um that really is on and it could come off, whereas Cleary's so much about structure that it's always kicked to the centre. And we've seen it's always kicked to the wing. And we've seen there's no Jack Colgo do the thoughts. same basically do the same thing, yeah. come in and, and it's their their world they exist. I think you just get a bit more creativity out of what Moses. What does what does Lua bring here with Moses, GT? Yeah, I'm not really sure. Lua <laughs> really hasn't been at his best this year either. No. He's kind of He's been holding his position quite well, but he hasn't he hasn't really been doing a hell of a lot. He kind of relies on Cleary to to create that that point of difference in the attack. Once Cleary yeah. does his thing, Luai to give him the space to do Luai it. Luai yeah. has the ability then to capitalize on that and work forward from there. One thing but. I think there may be a positive out is you you might see um, Moses just cut Yo out a bit. Whereas yeah. he sort of stutters and starts and then gives Luai a bit of stale ball. Yeah. Whereas you might see Moses just grab it and fling it straight out to Luai and go, there's your, there's yeah. your opportunity. You've got that little bit more time to you know, dance around in front of people and try to promote the ball on the outside. But mm. And the other interesting thing, we're now back to a spine of running a spine of running players. Cook's a running helper. Mm-hmm. Moses is a running half. Luai's a running half. Teddy's Teddy. How is that going to change the dynamic? Or is it something they're conscious of and Moses is just going to be a hoiker, boot downfield and let everyone else do the running? It depends if New South Wales can get on the front foot in the forward pack. If they're on the front foot, fantastic. Mm. Like, fantastic. It'll be run through, very direct. Uh, Cook, go, uh, Cook go, Teddy will go next. Murray go. And then, Mo- go and then Moses will jump on the back. of the- If Moses gets go, yeah. the, the quick uh, yo, Murray, Cook, Dart, Luai, Whatever he does, his little shimmy, shimmy shake, and then, yeah, and then Moses' the space is the Moses will actually will actually suit Moses better than it would Cleary. In other words, uh, interesting to see, but you're 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 confident that there is points there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think there's probably even more points than what obviously we saw in the first game, and New South Wales blew a few up like quite a few opportunities in that first game. Like they were probably their worst enemy more than yeah. Queensland being a better side. Well, I know Queensland will be better because they they to be honest they weren't that good in the first game and I, no. somehow they managed to get the win and, so, and I do expect them to be better but um I I just really like the fact that you you might see something different out of a sorry Pat Cummins just hit a twenty five meter six so the boundaries are at it twenty five meters person. up twenty five twenty five yeah, right. <laughs> they're playing at Blue Hills yeah sorry go. yeah I just think you, you, you might see ever. a few more chances taken out of the, out of the halves than what you've seen in the last couple of years from New South Wales uh, and surely 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 Tommy Turbo's a factor in this game you would think you'd, so you'd have to act because he was just a battering ram in the first game you'd have to say there's active decision to get him playing. And he wasn't turning and chasing the way that you would expect a centre or even a fullback to do in yeah. in that first game. And you saw the game after when he did come back for Manly, he was fantastic. Looked the best that he's looked this year. So if, if he's improved on that again, he should become a factor in this one as well. 
last words on New South Wales. Uh, we've we've talked about Robson, and again, we're not we're not we're not, I don't think any, any three of us are knocking his ability to be there. It's just the confusion around what they're doing. Uh, Stefano mm-hmm. now gets his his start at fourteen. Freddie's been in love with him the whole way through. Uh, he was there first time round. But what do you make of Stefano now being here? Oh, he's a big human, um, and if he can do, if he can play near his best, then he'll be probably be close to one of the better fields, uh, the forwards on the field. The, the thing for me is that you generally only get twenty to twenty-five minutes of high-quality stuff out of um, Stefano. So but that's what he's here to do as well. Yeah, you yeah, yeah assume that's all he's he going to play. And um, even sometimes when he does only play a twenty-five, thirty-minute period, he does sort of go. There's ten minutes where you don't see him. So I, yeah. I just hope that he's Balls to the wall and 110, you know, 100 percent full on into it. Because if he is, he's going to take some stopping. And if you can use him as the the man to sort of give Payne Haas a bit of a rest, and he and he aims up and runs as hard as he can, he's not that much far behind Payne Haas at his you know at his best with the ball in hand. I could almost see them trying to get 70 minutes out of Payne Haas and doing it the other way, giving Ballo the. Getting half hour baller, half mm-hmm. hour Stefano, and then uh, you have either Liam Mar- you got Murray to come in, uh, and you push someone else to the middle, and yeah, makes sense. And do it that way. I, I think that's I think if you're trying to find Probably some the logic in what they're do doing, yeah. is mm-hmm. how they do it. Anything else to add? Anything else to add on the New South Wales team before we talk about? We've got to talk about the other one as well. Um, Don't want to. No, <laughs> uh, I, I think Payne Haas might be a difference maker. He, I think he just got. You just got to cut the reins and say, Payne, yeah. you're playing 80 minutes, man. If you're fucked, let us know otherwise. But he is far and away the best forward in the game. and The, the best thing about Payne Ars is he goes harder for longer than anyone. Yep. And maybe you've got to back him and you work around his rotation and you say. But in terms of Stefano, I, I love Stefano. He's obviously got plenty of upside. Uh, I, I, couldn't, I wouldn't possibly put him in the um, best three forwards at the Tigers this year, let alone this. But they're not going to pick Clemmer and the other one's English and... Um, the other one's a Kiwi, so it doesn't help. But what he brings to the table here is strength. He can bust tackles. He's got offloads both ways. He can stand and uh, deliver. And he can be – he's carbon cut to be Painhouse Jr. if you can get that 15 minutes out of him. I hope he has a great game. I hope, it, I hope it's the best thing that happens to him. But um, as I said, if you're genuinely looking for a, third, a, a backup prop, RCG or Clemmer should have yep. been in front of him. But here we are, and it's not a knock because they've picked a twenty-year-old in a view of making him the next Bolo, and hopefully they do. That was what they did. Mister Fitler to start hates with. both of them. Who? I said Mister Fitler hates both well, of he, them. I think I think oh, <laughs> Clem gave Fitler an absolute godfall a couple of years ago, so he's blacklisted for now. When two's coaches next year, he'll be, be back on board. As for the Queensland team. Uh, I, I like the team. I think I think they've got Fantastic a better team, team. than what yep. they've uh, what they went into game one within. Uh, they've lost Gilbert, obviously a big workhorse through the middle, but we know that Cotter can absolutely cover all of that. Arrow, yeah, just got that aggression. He bring. I think they you know they'll miss his aggression and his his passion that you've seen out of him, especially in the last year and a half. He's been one of the guys that really gets the forwards up and going. So. But uh, Nano coming back in to try sneak uh, gives him another high ball option. Uh, I can imagine that now comes back. Well, here it is, and they haven't changed. Uh, a shadow not jumped out is that now Nanai and Coates back in. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon is going to be the game plan here? 
kick to the kick on top of the half or mm. kick on top of the winger. They're going to be testing those edges with high balls. Uh, and Mo Fodaway, because the, the absolute form front rower, him and Tino are the two form front rowers of... The, are you right there? Like, <laughs> I'm going to mute you for a sec. Uh, the absolute two f- form front rowers of the uh, of the first grade competition. Uh, long minutes now. Violet, like Bashanum. Oh, it's true, true. Sorry. <laughs> Queensland front rowers. Yes. But Moe's been in career best form. He's been outstanding this year. And he was yes. someone that I fell in love with actually after Barney identified him. We thought it was going to be last year, really. Um, and he had a bit of a quiet issue last year. But he's, he's going well and Yeah, but he was starting off the bench. He was doing all sorts of weird shit with him. They've realised just wind him up and let him go. He'll play 80 and make 40 tackles and everything else. Um, fantastic in for him. Just really steals that up. A, uh, not, I can't say it's a shock, but it was good to see AJ Brimson recognise that uh, he's the times he's been around, his form has held up, and a, a solid eighteenth man, I suppose, can cover the halves. And uh, Horsburgh comes in for a bit of experience, but I think I think they've got the squad right. I think their changes yeah. have made this team stronger. They could have gone to a Kafushi, they could have gone to a Capewell, but they've gone with Nanai. Uh, probably the only question mark I have, but. Yeah, his defence uh, at times has been uh, pretty ordinary, to be honest, uh, at different times in his, especially this year. Um, probably noticed it more than uh, previous years before his injury. He was uh, he was missing quite a few tackles there on the edge, but his running game when he's at his best is as, as good as just about anybody in the NRL. And um, as you as you mentioned, is another another jumping option, especially with the the short bomb on on top of a centre or on top of a, a half, which um, you know. It's, it, very athletic player and, um, you know, gifted, got some ball skills with uh, some offloads and a little bit of pre-line passing. So it's definitely a good option for him to bring in attacking-wise. But, yeah, it does open up one or two um, question marks around the defence there, especially if they're going to sit him outside DCE, who does have a few issues in defence himself. So, but Gregory, any add on this? Or are you just making um, season Milan tonight? <laughs> Dealing with the doggo at the moment. Mm. Uh, I I can't really fault any of the Queensland selections at the moment. I'm trying to hold back on the the tip, but I can't really fault the way that Slater has picked his side, and I think that leads in quite nicely to the tip that I'm going to make. Yeah, I think I think for a team that got owned really in meterage last game to go and bring Mo in uh, to shore it up, you got now got Collins, Fodawaker, Tino, Fafida. Carrigan, they should be back on even keel, you would hope. Uh, interesting to see the role Cotter pays because he given his defended in the centres last time, just how much yeah. time he actually spends on the field. Uh, but, yeah, fine with their selections. I think the game plan changes slightly. But, you know, you see Munt, all of a sudden, if they get in the front foot, you know, Munster will start tearing tearing shreds if they Absolutely. get in the front foot. So um, they, win, they clearly win the halves battle, Queensland. It's taken. They clearly win the hooker battle. But... Uh, we're heading to there to Suncorp to talk about to get through all this. I, th- I can see if they lose this game, actually, I can uh, just on the Fords. I reckon if they lose this, they'll rush Kafusi back in to give a bit of um, curry to everybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kafusi coming in. But anyway, he's been rushed for this. Final words on what happens in game two. How do you see both teams playing? I'll start with Barn. And how do you see both teams playing and how do you see the result panning out? You've already sort of alluded to it. 
Yeah, New South Wales are going to really rely on um on the the play the ball tempo for mine. I think they really need to make sure that they're they're winning the 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 play the ball speed. And uh, if they can do that, that creates a hell of a lot more options than what they've got trying to play off the back foot. They do now. I think have a um, I think. Moses probably has a touch better long kicking game than what Cleary does, just with the ways um, he he can look for forty twenties, and he's probably a little bit longer off the boot. Um, yeah. Especially not, this year, not so much hang time and whatever, but yeah. um, it, it can really get them out of well, out I, of trouble if they do need um, that long kicking option. I feel like I, I don't want to turn this into like a Cleary versus where, Moses. Where Cleary, where well, it is because we're talking about where. <laughs> They've created their own monster with Nathan Cleary. Mm. They've actually toned him down to be a, they have, yeah. a dumber player. Systematic they've, player. They've put yeah. him down into being part of a cog. We haven't, we never, we haven't seen that rolling grubber for a, this season at all. The curve grubber. The yeah, curve grubber. Not at all. Um, we haven't seen. He had as good a hanging bomb off. as mm. Burton. We haven't, we haven't seen, haven't that. seen that this year. But no. he, he's a fucking crossfield chipper these days. Whether that's a, a plan for the the club football to bring that stuff out, you know, six well, weeks before then, finals the, time, and the way Cogger came in and played, it's exactly the same. But it was so they could all like maybe it's just a dumb down so they can all. Expand do coming this into to now, time. and then he can pull his tricks out and pick. And if they win a comp again, I'll see you and go, Well, fucking what a player! But he feels very robotic now, and that's who he is. And that's that he is Cooper Cronk more than he is Jonathan Thurston. He's that sort of player. But Moses is an X factor. Luai is a, a yeah, sorry, I like finish, but Luai <laughs> is a, a, a concern as a combination to me. Yeah, play the ball speed. Um, uh, Second man phase play, uh, supporting back through the middle is going to be a big part of what New South Wales are going to try and do here. I think they will try to uh, get the ball to the edges a little bit quicker than what they did in game one too because they, they really shot themselves in the foot by not giving Tommy the Fox and Brian Toto early clean ball to be able to try and stand up their opponents one-on-one realistically. Um, you, you do that, you know, that, that Crichton and... Uh, Chaboyevich uh, are able to draw defenders and create opportunities on their outside or their inside, and um, yeah, I think I think there'll be a big focus on play the ball speed through the middle and then trying to hit the outside edges a lot quicker than what they were in game one. Uh, still wouldn't surprise me if Queensland come out and thoroughly control the game and, and win quite convincingly. But as a New South Wales supporter, and I, I just think that with the the slippery conditions, it probably does favour New South Wales a little bit more with with some. Um, more control back through the middle of the field. Uh, Queensland are come out, going to come out fire and brimstone. They're going to try and to be really physically dominant in the middle of the field. And then you've got more of the sweep type plays with the Munsters running game and Walsh's running game, targeting targeting centres and, and halfbacks and trying to get on the inside and outside of them. Which is questionable. <laughs> Moses' defence has never been great at times. Uh, you can you throw Luai in there as well. They, they, they're, they're definite targets for uh, the, the ball players and the running players in the likes of Walsh and, and Munster who could expose New South Wales there as well. So I, I, I expect probably 20-odd points from both teams, but I just think New South Wales, if they can get the, the, the play the ball speed through the uh, either side of the the half-time break, I think they may just be able to pull out a, a bit of a break in the scoreboard and hold out at the back end of the game, but they haven't done it for a while, so <laughs> who knows? Gregory? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I've got the exact same fears as you, except I see it going the opposite direction. Yeah. I think the spine of Queensland might just have, have the edge and be able to 
to put in play their their game plan a little bit better, be able to spread it a bit wide and and target those not quite so proficient defenses of Moses and Luai and and I I don't think it will be a forward battle as per normal. I th- I think it will spread to the edges and Tommy's been serviceable in, as a centre, but he's not he's not a career centre. That plus you had the the rest of the spine in New South Wales. Teddy's been incredibly hit and miss with the way he's been playing recently. And I get the feeling that he may just try and do a little bit too much as he did in game one, and it may turn around and bite him in the ass. And with Grant, Munster, and DCE at the helm for Queensland, I think they'll just be able to control it a little bit too well. Throw Ben Hunt in there. And Ben Hunt. <laughs> yeah, big point to prove this <laughs> this game, Ben Hunt. Yeah, for I, a contract I, now. I, I'm on the GT side. I think it was new. I, I was hope I was cheering New South Wales first game just purely so I could get a price about Queensland to win a series. Uh, <laughs> like last year, I could get six or seven bucks to win a series. But I think going up there, I think rabid crowd. Uh, I think it's gonna be a good game. I think, but I think this will be the one where Queensland really um, put in almost a statement here. Uh, and front foot kept rolling. Mo plays big minutes, Tina plays big minutes, Feeder plays big minutes, and they back their strengths. We haven't even mentioned for Feeder. And um, I can see edges cracking here for for New South Wales. I can see Luai getting exposed. I can see uh, Frizzell and Young. Tommy. Yeah, those sort of guys getting exposed. And all of a sudden you've got Nanai, tri-scorer. You've got uh, DC pulling the string. But Holmes and Hammer particularly are... Val's gone back and carved up in the two weeks since last origin fast, uh, fast footwork, exposing guys, turning around, getting them going. And Hammer just again, scores Mun- tries. Yeah. And again, Munster will probably touch a ball four times and have two try assists. And <laughs> all of a sudden, it's, a, it's New South Wales have to find 28 to win this game. So um, I'm going Queensland 1 to 12. I'm going to say man of the match is going to be. Be Val Holmes. I'm going to put my put put it out there and say that, but I think Mo's going to have a mad game. Can't wait to see him play. And first try scorer will be Jeremiah Nanai off a cross field kick. Barn. I'm going New South Wales one twelve. Probably more out of just the fact that <laughs> what New want South to? Wales to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, Man of the match, I think if New South Wales are going to get it done, it's either going to be Tommy or it's going to be Teddy. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with Teddy in this one. And then I'm going to go first try scorer. Tossing up between Brian Tyo on an edge or even a Moses show and go. We'll go with Moses, first try scorer. Really prove a point. Stepping inside someone and hitting the gas. What are you expecting from Luai in this game? Just out of interest? <laughs> I really hope that... Um, they try to get Yo out of the way, to be honest. I think for mine, he confuses Luai a little bit and holds, the, holds and the ball yeah. up a little bit. And I'd, I'd rather see Cook just go straight to Luai and then he can he can um, choose and choose what he wants to do, whether he wants to run and hold the ball up or if he just spreads it out wider. But, um, yeah, I think he just needs that little bit more time with ball in hand rather than having to sort of make a decision, a snap decision. I'd, I'd really just like to see Luai get a bit more cleaner ball and then I think you'll see the best of him. But isn't it crazy to think that, mate, what a world we're in where it's fucking Luai's biggest problem is Penrith. <laughs> anyway, here we are. GT. It pains me to say it, but I've got Queensland winning. I'm 
half tempted to say 13 plus, but I'm going to go mm. conservative and go one to 12. I think DCE will just, is a masterclass. He's, he's the king of playing in a dinner suit that can just have almost nothing to do with the game and yet be the sole reason that they win. Um, Valentine Holmes for a first try scorer coming out towards the edge. But I, I just don't have enough faith in the way that Luai's been playing recently and Moses being dropped in with all the talk about how he did so well with the broken back last time he played. I think he's going to have way too much pressure and it pains me to say it, but I, I don't, I can't rate New South Wales chances. And who knows, Fittler may do something completely random that has nothing to do with anything that he thinks is a good idea he, and will turn around and bite New South Wales in the ass. He has done in the past where he'd pull, I, like I said, I genuinely believe Matt Burton can play in this game. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that. It might even start at centre. Like that, to, I'm, I was thinking off the bench. More thinking about it, he might even start at centre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No fair commentary. Uh, this has been Footy and Frothy's Origin Preview. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hello to everyone on YouTube. If you've uh, tuned in, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, YouTube, and everywhere else. Go and uh, buy some sexy hats and beanies and steins and everything else going on there uh, at rugbyleaguemerch.com. And uh, we do this show twice a week: preview and review. And go into some depth about all of it, as you can guess. Uh, <laughs> my ADHD kicks in and I ask some talking weird questions circles sometimes. and stop talking <laughs> shit. Uh, I anyway. want to go talk home. GT right. needs to get up at 4am, so we're going home. We will see <laughs> everyone Thursday night to review Origin and mm-hmm. also throw out a preview of Round 17. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye.